Hello friends and welcome to another episode of Crunch Time with Caitlin. This episode is an instant reaction to the Browns Chargers game. Their week 5 games where the Cleveland Browns ended up losing 47 to 42 and god damn it I'm angry and upset and <sighs> disappointed. I mean all of those words that you could use to describe sadness and and whatnot. Um yeah, that that's how I'm feeling right now. Uh, but first, like before I, you know, get into my whole spiel about the game, um, go check out uh, the Doglands reaction to that. I was I just joined Jack, um, and you know we talked about it basically an hour about the game and you know the Browns and and all that stuff. So, you know, if you want a more in depth, um, you know, more rational maybe, uh, you know, a good therapy session, um, you know, go. Go check that out, because it was a good therapy session for me, but now I'm just going to get all angry, and because I'm going to look at the stats and remember certain plays of, of this game, and I just, god damn it, I'm angry. God damn it, I'm angry. How do you lose those games? How do you lose a game where you score over 40, you don't turn the ball over, you have over 500 yards of offense, and you have the ball for more than... Than 13 minutes, or yeah, 13 minutes more than your opponent. How do you lose that game? How do you give up 34 points in the second half of a football game? I, I just don't understand it. Obviously, the Browns got bang, super banged up. Denzel Ward left the game. JOK is going to the hospital now with a throat contusion, which is insane because, I mean, Nobody even heard of a throat contusion until today when Joey Burrow went to the hospital for it, and now JOK is going to the hospital for it. Um, Jack Conklin left the game, so James Hudson was playing right tackle, and Blake Hands with your left tackle, good God. Um, Greedy Williams was banged up. I mean, just the amount of injuries. Um, Malik McDowell, like, <sighs> the amount of injuries, man, it is just so... <sighs> it's It's frustrating, and it's something that the worst part of sports are injuries, and you you don't root for them. Um, you it it sucks. Injuries suck. Um, but this game, man, it was right there. You're up two scores. <laughs> You're up two scores in the second half, and you lose the game. I don't understand it. There's and there's gonna be a lot of things I want to talk about right now. Uh, number one. These fucking refs, man. I'm fucking tired of them. Every fucking week. And it's not just Browns games. They are they are fucking god-awful. Every fucking week. They just, they have the worst calls. And unfortunately, yet again, against the Browns, fourth and four. Fourth and four. Uh, Justin Herbert, it's, I believe, middle of the fourth quarter. like eight, nine minutes left. Justin Herbert, those a... A, a jump ball, basically, to uh, Mike Williams, 33 yards down the field or 30 yards down the field, and they call pass interference on A.J. Green, even though they said Grant Delvin, I didn't, I didn't understand that, but they said A.J. Green. They call pass interference, right? You look at the replay, and uh, Mike Williams is grabbing A.J. Green's jersey, He's the one initiating the contact. They're they're both locked up on a jump ball that 
you know, ended up being out of bounds, and you called that. The Browns are up one touch, like a, a score. And I, the fact that, you know, and, and I said it um, on the Dogland with Jack when we were talking about it, the, the guy who threw the flag was the, the ref who, who actually saw the play, who saw the jersey grab. It wasn't the, the, the guy in the back who just like, okay, they went up and, you know, they, there was contact and it impeded the, the catch. No, even fucking idiot Gene Steratore, fucking asshole, fuckhead, he, even he fucking said that shit. Even he said, yeah, that's a bad call. Like, I don't even know, like, why they called that. It just, I just don't understand it. It, it changed the entire momentum. Uh, it happened on the Chargers 41, okay? The Browns are up a touchdown at that point. I believe, yeah, they're up a touchdown, and you get 10 yards, man, you're in field goal range, you're kind of in field goal range already, they can't fucking stop you, if you're up two scores with like seven minutes to go, that's fucking tough to come back from, okay, that's so tough to come back from, but you give them those free fucking yard, those free yards, and then, and then what? You, they end up scoring on that drive. The Browns end up going out and I think scoring again. And they tied it. And then the, that's when like the last two drives happened, which I just don't. Oh, what a nightmare those last two drives uh, for the Browns were. But it's just like, <laughs> again, the stupid fucking refs. And then, and then you know, you have uh, Rashard Higgins getting held multiple times um, on those last two drives. You have David Njoku on the Hail Mary jump ball get tackled I mean if he doesn't get tackled he's he there's a good shot he catches that ball for the Hail Mary um because it landed right next to him and Rashard Higgins should have like looked up because if he reaches over and maybe even jumps over Njoku like he could catch that ball um it's just like the whole these refs man I'm so fucking tired of like them playing such a huge factor in these games and it's not just like, it's not just like the NFL, right? I mean, if you, I'm sure you've, if you've listened to this podcast, you've listened to um, lead off talk, um, but and there's multiple times we've talked about just the awful officiating and and, and umpiring and in baseball and and now in the NFL, I mean, it's a weekly thing. Whether there's just like these giant plays and you know, you, you think the NFL is just like gold standard of like, you know, refereeing or whatever. And it's just like, how do you miss those obvious calls? Or why do you let certain things go, but other things like not like, I I don't understand it. Um, so that's just annoying. Uh, the last two drives were also very annoying. Um, the chargers go out, they get a touchdown. Uh, they miss the extra point. So the Browns are up 42 to 41, um, Browns get the ball back. Uh, they kick it. I don't know why Schwartz fucking even returned that kick. He should have just let it bounce into the end zone, if, if in my opinion. Um, but he's he gets the ball, and next thing you know, it, he loses like, or he only gets like ten yards, so he gets the ball at like the fifteen yard line or whatever, seventeen yard line. And first play, um, you have Cream Hunt in, and not Nick Chubb, and you run the ball, you don't gain any yardage. I, I don't understand not having Nick Chubb there just because, like, that's where Nick Chubb excels. He excels when you know you're going to run. Like, give him the ball 
like right there I, I don't understand it, honestly. It it irks me to a crazy, like, a crazy amount. Because, like, that's where he thrives, right? He thrives when, you know, when he has open field. Just like Kareem Hunt, he's better at that, that goal line situation when it's, like, five yards and, and below because he's able to bounce off people and, and be like that bowling ball. Where Nick Chubb, he's just, you know, he's able to make one guy miss and then accelerate through or, you know, get, you know, four yards when he really should get like negative one um and not saying cream hunt isn't good or anything it's just like those are their strengths so i didn't understand not having nick chubb there the second play you you throw the ball fine whatever it's an incomplete even though Rashard higgins getting held up a little bit uh, again the inconsistency in, in uh officiating you know, rearing its ugly head then it's third down third and ten um what like 250 left ish and um, Chargers have two timeouts. You run the ball, okay? You're not even in the, the spot where it's like two minutes or like 2.30 and you force them to call a timeout. Um, you, you have to snap the ball before the two-minute warning anyway. Um, so you run the ball. Interesting. Uh, Kevin Stefanski said it, it was because he didn't want to put his you know guys in a impossible situation when you have Blake Hands and, and J- James Hudson as your tackles um the, you know the inexperience and on a, in a on a obvious passing down right but you run the ball you get three yards and you punt the ball away again Jamie Gillian I don't even know about the punting game anymore I don't know if it's you know they're they're trying to just master hang time or if he's just been awful it seems like he's just been awful um it's very concerning so you have that um, and then, you, you know, you punt the ball away, they get the ball back, the Chargers get the ball back, and get a nice little return, they have the ball back two minutes to go, and they already have the ball at, like, the Browns 48-yard line. If you're gonna run the ball at third and seven, then fucking go for it, you know what I mean? Play to win the game, be aggressive. Kevin Stefanski is the most aggressive play caller I've seen in a long time but those but that last three minutes of a game he just he plays not to lose and I don't understand it I I it baffles me because now there's a track record right there are times you know against Kansas City where it's like very um vanilla offenses or you know when the Browns had multiple leads last year and they weren't able to um you know just keep 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 the the pedal to the metal or whatever you know what I mean it's so annoying and I it's very concerning that I, I not really concerning it's just annoying and I don't understand like his thought process of like we're gonna go for it all the fucking time on fourth down and I'm cool with it in the first half you know in in the red zone cool I'm all about it like let's go for it yet you know you're you're not gonna be aggressive when you need points, you haven't stopped anybody the entire fucking game. You get at that point, you gave up twenty eight points, um, in, in the uh, what you would call it? No, no, yeah, twenty eight points at that point. I think in the second half, and you're not gonna go for it. I I, I don't understand it. It's, or and you're just giving them the ball back, and it's so annoying. 
And then that brings me to Joe Woods' defense. I'm done with Joe Woods, man. I'm so tired of it. I understand the amount of injuries. I, I truly, 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 truly understand it. That being said, there is this track record of they just can't get off the field. Okay, last week was so good. And maybe that's what the Browns are when they're majority healthy. Maybe... I, I don't know. I think that's what it is, what happens when you have a, a really great pass rush and, um, you know, you have a, a not-as-mobile quarterback. And, you know, week three against Chicago, it's, I mean, it's Justin Fields' first start, and it seems like Nagy, Matt Nagy, just had an awful, you know, game plan. So, you know, you, Chicago is, like, its own weird little anomaly. But, like, last week I thought, hey, you know, yeah, you're banged up going into this game. But at the same time, it's like, hey, you, you maybe you turned the corner. And we've seen it now for 20-something games with Joe Woods. The safeties have these miscommunications that leave guys wide fucking open. Mike Williams had two wide open fucking touchdowns. The same goddamn play. I don't understand it at all. And they were both miscommunications. What what more? What more do you... That's on the coaching. That was the same shit that we we heard all of last year, right? It was the Andrew Sandejos, the 23s of last year, just being awful as a safety with the miscommunications. I mean, think about, like, I think it was, like, the C.D. Lamb touchdown against Dallas or, you know, the, the double reverse with, um, against the Jets or... You know, against Lamar Jackson, where um, uh, Hollywood Brown was like wide fucking open. I, I had what more? These, this is this is coaching. This is scheme. It's got to be right. You, you, it, it can't. I just refuse to believe that these good players like John Johnson are just like they are just brain dead when they come here. Um, and if it is John Johnson, then. As somebody who we all kind of thought, like, hey, maybe he could wear the green dot and, and be, the, you know, the captain and the play caller of the defense. Well, <laughs> he's obviously doesn't know the defense well enough to, to be able to do that, right? But I just I just refuse to believe that the play caller that was the play caller for the number one defense last year in L.A. for the Rams. I, I just don't understand, like, that he is the main issue and the main problem. Um and maybe it's just used in an experience, right? Maybe it is, but I just, I, I can't, I, I just can't. I'm so tired of it. You know, Chargers 4-4, four four, or no, 3 of 3 on 4th down. There were 6 of 13 on 3rd down. Um, You know, at like, you know, on those money downs, uh, if you listen to the Dogland episode, you know, that's what Jack said. The money downs, the Browns were, I believe, 5 of like 5 of 15 or 5 of 13 or 5 of 14. I don't know. It was like 5. And, actually, I think it was 5 of 16, if I remember correctly. And then um, the Chargers were 6 of 13 on third down and 3 of 3 on fourth down. So they were, what, 9 of 19 on those money downs. And, I mean, that's what really cost you. Um, they could not get off the field defensively. They gave up a shit ton of yards. But it's just frustrating, right? Because... We should, I should be here talking about the 300-yard game that Baker Mayfield played. He shut, he, he proved that, you know, he's all right. 300 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, one sack. The one sack was on the first drive. 
What more do you want from your quarterback? I I would really want to know. Nick Chubb, 161 yards and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt, two touchdowns. David Njoku, fucking breakout game. Seven catches. What was it? Seven catches, 149 yards and a touchdown, including a 71-yard uh, uh, catch. Diamond Peoples-Jones, five catches, 70 yards. Really, the only thing concerning on the offense was Odell Beckham Jr., two catches, 20 yards, and, you know, on three targets. And that third target, it was a fourth and two, you know, early on in that, that first half where, you know, if he catches that, he could waltz into it for a touchdown on fourth and two. If not, he just continues, you know, that, that drive, and maybe the Browns get three, maybe they get four or seven or six or whatever. It's It's just the fact of, like, the Browns played such a great game. And there was a, a stat that no team has ever scored more than forty. Had um, not had not one turnover, and had five hundred yards of offense and lost the game. The Browns were the first team to do that. The Browns were the first team to do that. You score forty-two points, you should win that fucking game. If you're up two scores in a game, which they were. In the second half, you should win that game. I it, there's no excuse for, for that. Um, and you could blame the refs, you could blame Kevin Stefanski, you could blame that defense. I mean, it's it's bad because the offense overall for the was it the time of possession that they had. Um, it was like thirty six minutes. So for like thirty three minutes of the game when they had the ball, the the offense was awesome. It's just, it's so frustrating. And admittedly, I'm not as, like, angry. Because, like I said, record an hour with Jack. I'm going to p- keep on plugging it for, with the dog land. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, please go check that out. Uh, because it was a nice little therapy session. And it went, like, an hour long. And, and I think we both needed it after that frustrating game. But it's just, like, I, you sit here and you go, man, what a Browns way to lose, right? I mean, there's been games where, like last week, the defense finally steps up and is able to, you know, really shut down and be dominant and and win you a game. But this was like the worst case scenario of games last year when the Browns were up and they just weren't able to stop anybody. And it's it's just frustrating because... You know, for all the injuries, like you still have guys like John Johnson and Grant Delpit and JOK, who you know before he got hurt. Um, you have Anthony Walker out there who played like a billion snaps. He seems like number four was on the field throughout the entire game. Uh, Miles Garrett had a sack and he was in the backfield. So was Tack McKinley. Um, you know Malik McDowell played awesome until he got banged up, but that was late. And Greedy played well until he got banged up, but that was late. Uh, AJ Green taking over for Denzel Ward, I thought played pretty well, but it's just like the communication, and that's on the coaching, and it's just like what, it's it's like the definition of insanity or whatever like that cliche is like, what are we doing? I I just don't understand it, man. They, I'm tired of Joe Woods. I'm, uh, I have no, I I can't give him the benefit of the doubt anymore. I I just can't. His track record says that it's just not that good and I'm I'm done I'm I'm tired of it um and I think any success that they have is just based on that that talent that they have because they're they're uber talented defensively you can't you can't say that 
like that they aren't. It's just, and, and it usually comes from your front four with uh, Miles Garrett, Malik Jackson, uh, Malik McDowell, Jadavion Clowney, who was like a weird inactive, but you know, because he was banged up. It's just like, God damn it, man. They, they played so well. <laughs> and obviously, like, it's a regular season game, and, you know, you're able to, you know, you could nitpick all these little things but you know ultimately is this gonna you know detract them from from where um the the brums are gonna end up at the end of the year probably not because you know you if you can get if you get you know right if you could looking at the schedule before this game if you can get one of the games be you know going against the chargers or going against the um you know the cardinals next week like you're good because at that point you're what four and two. Then you play Denver, who's been extremely lackluster offensively. Pittsburgh, we know they're not that good. Cincinnati, even in Cincinnati, is a winnable game that you should win. Um, I'm just the expectations are that you should beat Cincinnati, and then you play New England in New England. I'm not like, I'm not scared of them really. I mean, Davis Mills put up pretty decent numbers, and they almost lost to to them. Uh, and then the Lions, before you play the Ravens on what Sunday Night Football before your bye week, you could easily if you even if you lose next week, like theoretically you could still be, I mean that's five wins so, what eight and three, but heading into that Ravens game you could easily be nine and two, easily be nine and two. The expectation should be that you should win those five games. But it's just like the 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 principle of like. You, why can't you beat the Chiefs? Why can't you beat the Chargers? Why can't you get a stop on third down? Why can't you get a stop on fourth down? Why is it that this offense and this the play calling becomes, you know, you, you're, you're hyper-aggressive for the first, you know, 55 minutes of the game offensively, right? But then that last five minutes, you just become a shell of what you just were. And I don't understand that from a play calling standpoint with, with Kevin Stefanski these last two minutes. Um, again, going against a team that you you weren't able to stop. So even if you give them the ball back, you know it's still they get the ball back. It's basically and goal anyway. So if they score a touchdown, maybe you have an extra timeout, and you know maybe not ninety seconds, but like a minute and forty or you know, a minute 45 or a minute 50, who knows, right? But you're just, you're just not aggressive. And that's what I just don't understand with sometimes with um, the play calling the like in the last two minutes and like the last like two drives really just amplified that for me. And the more I think about it, um, you know, it's just go out and win the game. Like Baker's your guy, go out and win the game. The, and then the last, um, drive right offensively you know you you go what 12 yards in 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 50 seconds because you're just dinking and dunking and you know you get tackled in bounds and all that shit and you didn't have any timeouts like the smartest play defensively was led was pushing austin eckler into the end zone so you can get the ball back with 90 seconds to go instead of allowing them to kick a chip shot field goal at the end of the game because you again you couldn't get a stop on third down. It was third and two, you you can't get a stop. You know, you it's earlier in the fourth, it's fourth and eighth, and you can't get a stop. You allow Keenan Allen to get thirteen. 
it's fourth and two, you're you're up two scores and you can't get a stop. Uh, it's it's just the trend of of the of these Joe Woods defenses, man. I just it's just frustrating. It's frustrating week after week going there if it's not a turnover, they're probably not getting off the field. It it sucks. And obviously injuries factor in, of course. But maybe last week was just an anomaly. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's peak Browns defense last week, which was still a little, especially that for that first drive. So I do, I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe they just need that that pass rush. But it's like the pass rush was getting there against Justin uh, Herbert, but then they were allowing like the like the ten twelve yard runs on scrambles. I mean, even Justin Herbert had a a rushing touchdown on a on a broken play. It's like, what are we doing, man? What are we doing? You know you. Two of the touch, I think Fields had, no, not Fields. Herbert had four passing touchdowns. Two of them were on deep balls to Mike Williams that had uh, defensive confusion, breaking, you know, breakdowns, right? Um, Basically the same play, it seemed like they just, like, flipped it and going the opposite way. And then I believe Austin Eckler scored on two, no, 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 no. He scored on a screenplay. Late in late in the fourth, and then, um, the like one of the first touchdowns was uh was like to the tight end on like a little dink like route. Yet nobody was there to guard him or or tackle him, and they just like allowed him to just like it seems like the Browns defense just kind of escorted him into the the end zone. So. I misremember that on a dog line, so again, if you're saying that, like, I, I was wrong. I, I remembered it was, like, their tight end, but, you know, it was, like, it was, like, the same type of play where it's, like, you know, they caught it for for three, four yards or five yards, and, and it was just, like, those yak yards. And I was just like, God damn it, dude. <sighs> God, I'm, I'm so pissed, but I feel like, I do feel a lot better, so... Alrighty, friends, I think that'll do it for this episode of Crunch Time with Caitlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin O'Sealy. That's Caitlin, K-A-T-E-L-A-N, and it was Caitlin O-W-S-C-L-E. You know, like I said, make sure to check out the, if you want a full, like, breakdown of the game and, you know, like, all the fun stuff, um, check out the Dogland. Uh, it was me and Jack for, like, an hour, you know, bullshitting. It was a nice therapy session, so uh, if you need that, go check that out. And then, uh, of course, you know, Crunch time with Caitlin. Always gonna have like the instant reactions and everything, and then same thing with um, you know, make sure you check out uh lead off talk because eventually we're gonna get back uh the baseball podcast which is like scheduling issues and stuff like that. So, um, we'll be back with lead off talk. Uh, playoff baseball is happening, so you know if you're interested in that, check that out. <sighs> and uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for this episode. As always, friends, uh, take it easy and uh, go Browns.